Hi, and welcome to The Gene Space, where I go on about creativity, writing, music, life in an autistic household, and various other things that catch my attention. Today is April 23rd, and that's Shakespeare's birthday. So I'm revisiting a blog that I wrote a year ago on this date about that guy. Enjoy the show. Music to hear, why hearst thou music sadly? Shakespeare from Sonnet 8. Another pre-dawn. I've been awake a couple of hours, worries and random thoughts skirling madly in my head. The clock shows 4.30, and I wonder if it's too soon to creep downstairs for coffee or whether I'll disturb Dave. I decide to go for it. Dave's awake too. We half joke about yet another early, early a.m., I get the coffee going and wonder if things will ever be normal again. That was January 2019. David had been in a bicycle accident six weeks before that, and that had, among other things, fractured his C2 vertebra. He was still stuck in an uncomfortable, hard neck brace, in pain much of the time, uncertain of how much function he'd regain. I was deteriorating after six weeks of little sleep and lots of worry. My usual comforts in trying times had utterly failed me. Music making was a chore. I couldn't bear talking to my friends, couldn't concentrate long enough to make sense out of a TV show, lacked the energy to exercise, and writing was limited to short, all-caps sentences in my journal, trying to shout down the what-ifs in my head. How Shakespeare came into my mind, I'm not certain. I studied English lit in college, including Shakespeare, and I'd seen some of the plays, but it had been years since I'd read him. Still, I had the Riverside Shakespeare book, A Christmas Gift, from the 1980s, on the coffee table. The plays, poems, sonnets, and learned commentary, 1,923 pages of capital C culture, packed with small text and practically microscopic footnotes. I couldn't write, but maybe I could read. I decided to tackle all 38 of Shakespeare's plays, even the ones whose authorship is disputed, in roughly chronological order, one per week. I read scene by scene, and after each scene I wrote a summary and or reaction. Not literary per se, but I did note craft elements like character development and plot. After reading a play, I'd find an online version and watch that. I read in the dining room with the book open on a tabletop music stand. I read in doctor's waiting rooms with the book propped on my knees. I read in hospital cafeterias and at physical therapy appointments. I read in bed in the wee hours of the morning. Within a few weeks of starting this project, I started feeling different. To parse Shakespeare, at least for me, requires deep concentration effort rewarded by the beauty and liveliness of the language as well as the plot twists. Flexing my concentration muscles made my brain tired enough that I started sleeping better. Sometimes I dreamed in iambic pentameter. Conversation and dialogue became more enticing and eventually, around week 35, I found myself wanting to write again with energy to try. It's 2020 and deja vu all over again. Only now the world's joined in the despair. 
I go in and out of the guts to face a blank page. A composer friend recently posted a Facebook status that he feels his identity has been destroyed by the pandemic. He can't write. That post generated responses about evenly divided between people who were writing because of the pandemic and those who felt blocked because of it. Many of us have had times when the muses abandoned us. The trick may be to sneak behind the scenery and stalk them for a while. Maybe you can't write, but you can read. Maybe you can't read, but you can walk in the sunshine. Maybe you can't walk in the sunshine, but you can zombie crawl towards something. Let this sad interim like the ocean be, which parts the shore where two contracted no you come daily to the banks, that when they see return of love, more blessed may be the view, as call it winter, which being full of care, makes summer's welcome thrice more wished, more rare. Shakespeare, Sonnet 56. Thanks so much for listening. One of the things that I liked ultimately about the Shakespeare project was that it was big but not impossible. As a straight A student in recovery, when there's no teacher to give me assignments, I give them to myself. And I usually try and make it so that I can do them in little chunks, like scene-sized chunks. They begin as a sort of procrastination technique and then they turn into something else. Um, so I totally recommend finding a big project of, uh, of your own and seeing what, what you can do with it. Even though the world is kind of back on the verge of reopening and getting back to, or getting to some kind of different normal, it's still probably a good plan. So have you done something like that? Have you uh, used some time to just do a deep dive into a subject that you never really explored all that much? I would love to know. You can check out this podcast as a blog on my WordPress page. There's a link in the description box. And if you'd like to support this show, that would be awesome. There's a donations button on my homepage. Until next time, be well. Mm-hmm.